Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Adrian. Hey, good morning, Michael. It's hard not to be excited on a morning like this, especially when you've got a horse like uh, the Gator going around in the Cox Plate. How's the team, both in Sydney and Melbourne? Is there a fair bit of excitement through the camp? Yeah, most certainly is. Even though sort of people aren't necessarily uh, saying it, you can certainly feel the, the positive vibes and, and the energy there. Everyone's got a good spring in their step, and I think um, really looking forward to the weekend. I remember speaking with yourself and both Gay before he had his first up run in the Memzi, and you said, look, he's he's not fully wound up. He'll improve out of this because uh, his target's the Cox Plate. And, and since that run in the Memzi, you probably couldn't have asked for the campaign to go any better. How is he 24 hours out? Yeah, I, I think that's probably been the key this time round that we've had a, a, a good, solid sort of preparation and a nice sort of foundation there and he's building and been working nicely towards the Cox Plate and um, Phil is in, in, in really good order obviously it was a, a, a good sort of tough run there last last start and I, and I think he's come out of that really well he certainly hasn't gone backwards by any means off off that run it's certainly um, and that's what we've sort of come to know with, with him that, that the more racing he just seems to sort of really really thrive on that bounces out of it and is ready sort of for the next task so he's he's in good shape um, and yeah, I feel we've got him where we need to be. So hopefully that's uh, hopefully that's good enough. That toughness is what's required to win a Cox Plate. It's a high pressure race, and he he's almost a a different type of horse. I think to twelve months ago, where he was uh, obviously a, a top class galloper, but he had to do it tough from the outside gate. He sat outside the lead, and then while he didn't shirk the task, he just wasn't able to see out the strong 2040 in the Cox Plate, but it could be a different scenario this year with, as you said, tough wins in the Underwood, the Caulfield Stakes, and he's drawn a softer gate this year. So how do you see the race unfolding for him? Well, we've probably got a few more options, at least with the draw this year, whereas, and and like you said, the conditions on the day are going to play a big part, you know, ultimately sort of how that works out. But, yeah, this year I feel we've got a few more options in, in the way that he can be ridden. He's, he's very versatile. He, he's certainly not one-dimensional in, in any ways. He could lead this field up easy if he needed to. He could be sitting midfield. You know, um, I, I don't think there's sort of really, um, you know, one way that sort of necessarily favours his sort of style. But last year we were probably just a little bit forced to, to sort of really be in that um, in, 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 in that that was sort of really the only options for us to sort of roll forward and be in that position and sort of do a fair bit of work and absorb a fair bit of pressure. But I, I think it can be a little bit different this time around. Um, obviously, 12 months later, he's had, yeah, that lot more sort of conditioning. He's seasoned for it. You know, that, that was sort of his first attempts at running over the 2000 there last year. So he's more mature, stronger, um, and, 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 yeah, sort of more well-rounded this time in. So... Most people would have Zaki coming across from the outside um, and Alligator bra- a Blood right on the speed, but if there's a few others that want to press early, you'd be happy to take a sit behind the speed, would you? Oh, look, I think we've seen that before. You know, He's had a number of Group 1 wins. He's come from off the pace, um, all relative to yeah, the speed around us, the pressure of the race. Um, you know, the conditions on the day, like you said, um, you know, the, the wind, how the track's playing, there's quite a few things to sort of take in. So, um, you yeah, know, I wouldn't say it's been sort of, yeah, set just yet exactly where we'll, we'll be in the run. 
he proved a few doubters at the 2,000 metres wrong last start in the Caulfield Stakes. That's a lot easier than the, the field he's meeting in a Cox Plate. But in your mind, as he as he once and for all answered that very strong 2,000 metre question? Yeah, look, no doubt. Um, he's... Oh, that's not an issue. I, I thought even last year he, he ran it out very strongly. Um, you know, wasn't beaten far and still very courageous. So, um yeah, the, the distance has sort of really been the least of our worries through, throughout the campaign. Gee, it's an intriguing race tomorrow, isn't it? Um, there's no standout. Who do you see as the toughest to beat? Oh, look, obviously there's a, a, a lot of talk around um, uh, the horse from Hong Kong. He's no doubt. Um, I'm sure there's a great deal of in, in improvement there and a lot of sort of very good judges you speak to that sort of um, seem to sort of really... Um, have a good opinion of the horse, so always sort of respect him. Um, three-year-olds have got a fantastic record in the race. Um, yeah, I think with the, the, the weight there, they've always sort of really got to be really got to be considered that they any one of those can sort of really put their hand up in this particular race, as we've seen previously. Uh, what would it mean for you and Gay to combine to win a Cox Plate? Oh, it'd be fabulous. You know, like Gay's obviously you know achieved so much in her time in her racing career yet this is sort of the one you know one of the, the biggest races that she hasn't sort of been able to to land for for whatever reason so um you know great take great sort of satisfaction and pride if we we're able to sort of you know if that was something that the partnership was able to pull off together oh he without dad is a highlight uh can you uh, win race number three, the, the Tessio. You've got a couple in this. You've got Osmosis, uh, Osmos, and then you've got Soul Choice. I thought Soul Choice wasn't a bad run last start. Um, is that the obvious number one seed of your two? Uh, uh, both very good um, runners first up. Um, not sure she's necessarily the obvious one. Um, she may appreciate a little bit further shortly. Um, Osmos only first up the other day. She's a significant improver, and yeah, if she can settle closer, she can be certainly more effective. And then, uh, what did you make of Critique's run last start in the last? Yeah, I thought it was excellent. He's um, yeah chasing a hot speed there. I thought he thought he battled on very very well, stuck on bravely. Um, yeah, if he can sort of get the right run in transit, get the right conditions on the day, I, I, I think he, yeah, you know, I, I think it was a very solid run there last start, and, and, and the backup won't harm. You got some nice runners in Sydney as well. There's a lot of prize money and offer in the invitation. Alcohol free comes back from. The Everest, where things didn't go to plan, out to fourteen hundred metres from barrier thirteen. Um, what do you make of her chances tomorrow? Yeah, I think getting out to that trip's the key. Um, had a bit of rain around over the last sort of twenty-four four hours, which I, I think will help as well. Um, not not a significant amount, but just enough to hopefully um, sort of suit the a couple of those sort of Europeans. Um, she just found the Everest a bit firm there the other day, and it was quite a quite a strongly run race as you'd expect. So it just had a Dragged out of her comfort zone a bit, um, so I think the tempo of the 14 is going to be yeah, much more to her liking. Uh, in the spring champion, you've got two really nice chances. You've got uh, Gambaro, uh, who's a $10 chance, and, and Rafa Tack. They've both been racing against each other, and Rafa Tack's been very solid on the speed. It was a good win last start. It's a $6.50 chance, and Gambari's a $10 chance. Uh, which way are you leaning? Um, Rafa Tack was excellent there last start. Hard to Hard to fault him. Um, you know, he, he made the running and was there to be beaten and they couldn't get past him. Um, so he's he, he, he looks to have trained on nicely. 2000 shouldn't be a problem for him. Um, saying that, Gumbray had a few excuses there last start. He, he, he was covering plenty of ground and I, I thought he stuck on well considering start before he was 
he was excellent, had Rafa Tax measure. So um, not a great deal between them. Uh, Gumbray's drawn much better this time round. So, um, you know, he, he, he may get the better run in transit, but um, certainly not a significant amount between them. Would you back either of these up in the in the derby next week if they ran well? Yeah, very very keen to keep that option open for uh, for both of them. So, uh, just depending how how they race on the weekend, um, yeah, that, that's certainly highly likely that we could see one or, or, or both down there. Keenan was very good. Uh, goes around in the Brian Crowley leading throughout last start. Trained on well. Yeah, certainly has. Um, nice progressive type. He's improved on each occasion. Um, you know, looks a, a, a good opportunity for him to sort of take that next step in the in the stakes company. Um, nice sort of fast horse and, um, yeah, looks looks on the up. And the little pumper uh, goes around in the last, uh, the calendar, Presnell. Do we throw it in the quaddy? Yeah, certainly. Uh, I thought there was plenty of merit to his last run. He sort of while between between races. Uh, he stuck on nicely, but just just felt the pinch of that last furlong. So um, he's had a few few weeks now just to, just to sort of um, pick up that extra extra fitness, no doubt the runs brought him on, um, and I think he'd be better suited at the mile. And then tonight, you've got in the Gold Cup Knights order, who steps out to 2,500 metres in distance. Can we see a better performance tonight? Yeah, he's seen a much better run. Um, certainly, it's more the trip that he's like. He's been in a couple of really fast-run races over distances, well short of his best, so it probably doesn't read that well in the form guide, but um, yeah, I feel he's going better than, than what that may suggest. Yeah, he's effective at this trip. Um, obviously, want to try and see him be running well so that he can push on to uh, the two miles of the Melbourne Cup, which is you know where where he really appreciates. Uh, what are we doing? How, who do you think you'll have in the Cup now? Knight's Order, if he gets in. What's what about Serpentine and Military Mission? Uh, what are you doing with those two? Yeah, they're the, they're the other two that we're going to take to the Cup as well as as well as hopefully Knight's Order. Uh, Knight's Order should be in the. In the order of entry, um, I'd say military missions very, very, very close as is Serpentine. Just sort of depending what happens over the next few uh, few races, but um, yeah, they're they're both right on target for it in, in, in really good shape. So um, nice to lightweight there. Hopefully they can make the field. Adrian, best of luck tomorrow with Alligator Blood and the Cox Plate. It would be one of the great victories for one of the most popular horses in Australia. Thank you very much. Adrian Bott joining us there. Adrian Go attempting to win their first Cox Plate with Alligator Blood.